You are listening to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. Every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Mark Parham. This is my very first show called Cat Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network. First thing I want to say is this past weekend I hung out with the people from Survival Radio Network, and I have to tell you it was the most enjoyable weekend I've had in a long time. I feel like they're family. I feel like I can say Cousin Clark now. So I just want to let you know that the Survival Radio Network is a great group of people that are really trying to bring you a lot of information, and you really need to pay attention. One of the things about tonight, I want you to have fun and enjoy the show. If you have a question or a comment, press the number one so we know that you want to join in the call. But I just want to let you know that we're going to have a very exciting show tonight. I created the show so that I could do interviews with real people and talking about the things that are going on with them today. We're going to have news and information. I'm even going to do some live coaching. You know, one of the things we're going to do is when we do the interviews, though, we're going to, I'm going to have one of my partners in crime. I know, E, you're out there right now, man. Are you with me? I want... He, whose voice that you heard doing my uh, voiceover coming into the show, he's been a friend of mine for a number of years. He's going to be contacting a lot of the people. So many people signed up to be on the show. We're going to create a, a section called Cat Builder Spotlight. He's going to be calling you, interviewing you to talk about your business and the things that you're concerned about and growing your business. So, as we move forward through this, you're going to hear him. I'm not sure if he's on the line yet, but you already say something. If you're not, join in, and we're just going to keep on moving here. One of the things tonight that I think is so exciting for me is that I'm going to have my parents on. You know, a lot of times people ask me about, you know, who are your mentors, who are your first business coaches, and I have to say that um, – you know, growing up, it was it was my parents. Uh, I was very fortunate to have parents that kind of encouraged me to get out there and make my own money, and uh, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, I kind of grew up in an interesting household. My my mom, I I guess, was our spiritual leader, standing all the five and a half. You don't forget that half inches tall. And my father was a cross between. A, Cliff Huxtable, James Evans, and Fred Sanford. Okay, so we're going to talk with them later on tonight in a few minutes, and we're just going to go through and ask them about some of the issues that they had, you know, in their lives as entrepreneurs, and we're going to talk about some of the things that I named the show Entrepreneurship Revisited. But one of the things I think is important just about me so you understand, you know, I've been consulting and doing this for a long time, but it wasn't until about three years ago where I decided to accept my purposed life, not my desired life. I'm going to say that one more time. My purposed life, not my desired life, which is to help people start and grow their businesses. You know, um, 
once I accepted this, great things happened. Uh, in the last couple of months, you know, something that happened for me was the fact that I was able to go meet with the president, President Obama. I was invited to the White House to discuss how people felt about the shutdown and how people felt about the debt ceiling. You know, this just kind of was validation to me that once I made the decision to live my purpose life, not my desired life, my purpose life, good things are happening. And Survival Radio Network is something else that's happening for me, part of my purpose life. And I'm just so happy to be here tonight and be, be you know, in a few minutes I'm going to share my family with you, uh, my parents. I just want you to understand that if my dad gets your email address, if you ask questions, he will invoice you for information he thinks that you're going to find useful. Okay, so I just want to be aware. So if he starts asking for information, I need you to you know, just not give it to him or be prepared to receive an invoice. So I think it's very important that I once again thank Clark and Chuck and all the people that have helped me put this together. Chuck took my pictures, made me look like a million dollars. And um, I just want to know that I really appreciate it, you know, so... I'm going to move into my first break here um, so that we can spend more time with my parents. Remember, if you want to call in, if, you want to, if you're on the line and you want to say something, press number one. But you're listening to Mark Parham on the Cat Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network. I'll be back in a minute. You feel petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments, not knowing what to do. You do nothing. But if you do something, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about your options. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. What better gift to give this holiday season than one that promotes wellness and relaxation? Serenity Essentials offers a unique compilation of high-end aromatherapy and travel accessories that can turn any environment into a land of opulence and peace. Take advantage of our 20% discount on all purchases until December 31, 2013 by visiting us at www.serenityessentials.com. Offer code S-E-F-B-L-20. Faces by Liz, 
located in Sandy Springs, Georgia, by appointment only. Serenity Essentials, cultivating mind, body, and spirit. Welcome back to Camp Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. Well, I'm back for the for my first break on the Cat Builder Talk Show. I'm getting ready to bring my parents on. Um, we're going to talk about a number of issues tonight. Well, not issues, just more topics. You know, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship revisited. We're going to talk about the right mindset. We're going to talk about starting them young. How did my parents get us into entrepreneurship? You know, I'm doing it. My my family's doing it. I think it takes a lot of people these days really need to spend time working with their children to let them know that there's more ways than one to create a future for yourself. So we're going to talk about all these things, just kind of candy conversation. I want you to call in. I want you to ask questions. I want you to say what it is that's on your mind. So we're going to go right now. I'm ask to have my parents, I don't know if, are you out there, Mr. and Mrs. Parham? Oh, yes. Hi, Mr. Mark. Hi, Mark. How you doing? How you doing? Great, great, great. So let's, let's talk. You know, just you, I'm going to start with you, Ms. Parham. You know, one of the first topics that I talk about is entrepreneurship revisited. I, I say we've been here before, you know, because when I was growing up, it just seemed like everybody that I knew, all the adults that I knew, they had jobs, but they also were doing something else. I remember we used to go to Houston, and uh, your mother had a, a was it a beauty shop? What, what, oh, what yeah. was going on? For you? What, what was going on for you? What did you see when you were growing up? When uh, when you were growing up in Houston, it just seemed as though everybody had a job, and they also did something on the side, and that's uh, something on the side was uh, a business. And my mother was a trained beautician, and she had a shop right in her house that was allowed then, you know. So what she would do is encourage those of us who were in the family, um, even cousins, to shampoo hair, and that would get you in the frame of mind to, to work outside of going to school with your regular classwork. And I'm going to be very honest, Mark. I didn't like shampooing hair, so I wanted to make sure that I did not end up as a beautician. (laughs) But the other thing she had us do was to sell Avon. She was really the Avon was a product even back in Houston at that time, 1940. Uh, I don't remember when it first came out, but my mother was selling it. And my responsibility was to go and deliver it and collect the money. And also uh, throwing papers. I guess everybody did that. But my brother was throwing papers, and my responsibility was to help him. So those are the kinds of things that we did, as well as other people who would sell cake and sell dinners and whatever you could do to bring in money, that's what you did. Now, you collected money. Did you collect money for your brother, too? Or was it only I you collected, was a money handler? 
I I certainly did. And then once I had to to try to define how I could get somebody who was uh, not being forthcoming with their money. You know, we would throw the papers or we would deliver a bond, and they would also always say that my husband is not here or they had some excuse. And perhaps it was true, but uh, they knew that every Sunday, the Andrews, that was my maiden name, the Andrews children had to go to Sunday school, had to go to church. So we couldn't come on Sundays. And we would always uh, collect on Fridays or Saturdays. And so I sat down one day and said, I'll bet if my mother gave me permission to not go to Sunday school for a couple of times and go pick up my money, that would work. So I tried that. That really shocked those members who were in my community. <laughs> they didn't expect us to be away from church, and I got the money that I needed, and they, they were still so kind. <laughs> I had forgotten that. I had forgotten that. But, tell, tell me this. Now, did you, did, did you guys do these businesses because it just was something everybody was doing or it just what you were taught? Um, you know, your, your mother, she was, she started her business because she wanted to control her own life. Why, why did she do it? Well, it, it goes back to, to grandparents, somebody who was my grandparents, or uh, she always wanted to, everybody wanted to earn money. Things were really hard then, and nobody had a lot of a lot of money. So, what did you do? You used whatever skills you had to uh, to have some kind of income, and that's what you did. You look around to say, "Can I cook?" Uh, well, no, that's not my my liking. So maybe I can sell something, and uh, I think that's what my my mother did. Yes. All right, Brother Parham, uh, what about you? Uh, you know, I remember spending time in St. Louis, and everybody had a little something going on. What, yeah. about, what did you see growing up? Well, I had a number of role models, my brothers uh, in particular, and my sisters were educators. They were uh, making the A's. My brothers were making the C's and D's, but they were also making money. And I kind of followed <laughs> their pattern. I had one brother that was... Uh, uh, was a paper route, paper paper man, and another one he ran a shoe parlor, and another one he d- delivered drug prescriptions uh, for the local drugstore. Uh, but they all were doing something, mm-hmm. and I so I sort of uh, took those models and started my own little business, as you might say. I was uh, working in a restaurant, uh, washing dishes. Uh, working in a cleaners and a barber shop, all at the same time, and still going to uh, to going to school. So um, I made my monies, and I started out the walking uh, the local ice cream parlor, walking this, the dog for the owner, and he paid me thirty cents a day, and he gave it to me in pennies because I put those pennies in my pocket. I thought I had a lot of money. <laughs> but I would, but I would, I, I would then take those pennies and sit down and buy me an Eskimo pie and a uh, Pepsi Cola, and that was uh, those were my rewards. 
in those days. But yet it gave me uh, my own independence, you might say, in doing things for myself, and uh, but following my my brothers and and what they were doing. Um, so that's so, so, sort of. So t- tell me this. Now, was this both unique to just you, or were a lot of people around you, your friends and people like that, or during the times, was everybody trying to do something on their own, or just a few people? Well, I would say a few people. I, I think when I look back, because uh, uh, other people had all kinds of hustles in those days, but a lot of legitimate uh, uh, work was being done, but by a few people, if, if, if that's uh, the answer. Yeah, 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 the answer is the answer. I, I guess the question I'm really trying to drive at, it seems like um, some people create businesses out of necessity because, uh, hey, i got to make money. Some people do it because they enjoy making their own money. So I was kind of curious as to, Back well, then, compared to today, well, you know, are there differences? Ours was out of necessity. You know, we had to make money because it was just the, the six of us and my mother who worked as a, I think, what do you call it, day labor uh-huh. uh, in yes. those days. So she couldn't support six of us on her 3 or $4 a day that she was making. So my brothers, uh, they they essentially had to get out and, and, and make their own, and they Mark, did well. Go Mark, ahead. I think you use ingenuity to to find out what you could do and how you could make money at it. And I know that in Houston, um, because uh, my mother was a twin, while she was doing, uh, being a beautician, her twin sister could bake very well, so she would make uh, wedding cakes. And of course, that was a big to do then. Of, of course, now you go to the, to to the bakery to get your your cake. But she would make some beautiful cakes, and they tasted really, really good. So you had people working for because they needed to, or working because they wanted to. Okay. Both well, I, I have, we have a caller coming in. Hold on a second. We got a caller coming in. Uh, Area code four zero four. Four two nine five. Go ahead. Uh, you're on the Cat Builder Talk Show. Hello. Hey, hey man. How you doing? Well, how you man, doing? I'm good. Man, it's going great. Man, it's going great. I'm just excited. Yes. But he he, you on the air. I just wanted to call yeah. in and and uh, yeah. just just praise you for the good work that you that you yeah. uh, continue to do. You want to say hi to mom and dad? You want to say hi to mom and dad for me? Hey, mom and dad, how you doing? Hello, we're how fine. are you? Doing fine, thank you. It's cold here in Michigan, though. Hello, <laughs> Warren is a good friend of mine that has a business here that does uh, recycling. Oh, and, uh, okay. that's that's something new that's coming on. But uh, Warren, yeah. man, thanks for reaching. Warren, thanks for reaching out to me. Hey man, uh, I, had, I had to man. Uh, you know, as supportive as you have been to me, you know, I mean, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I, I, I gotta give you a shout out. Oh, uh, well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do more and give you a shout out. We're gonna get you on the show one day, man, so we can talk about this recycling thing that everybody needs to learn about. So, thanks for calling, man. I really appreciate you. 
Hey, thank you, Mark. And and, and nice to meet you, Mom and Dad. And uh, thank you. You got a great fun there. Thank, thank you. you. All right. I got one more caller uh, before we move on. Uh, area code 269. Last digits are 0217. Hello. Caller, come on and join. Hello. Hi. Who are we talking with? Janine in Kalamazoo. Janine, how you doing? <laughs> Everything's <laughs> lovely. Hey, first of all, lovely. I want to say... Hello to Mr. and Mrs. Parham. I love Hello, hello. <laughs> Who is it? I love the Parhams. You love the Parhams? <laughs> yes, I do. I have one question and one comment. The question is, Mark, how did you determine what your desired purpose was versus, you know, any other purpose? And you then, know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. We'll hear both of them. And then my my comment is that, you know, my father always taught us to have an alternate source of income. And mm-hmm. so by default, I became, you know, a pseudo-entrepreneur, I guess you want to call it, by having rental property. And I have quite a few other side hustles. So how do I figure out which one to stick with, which one is my desired passion versus my, you know, required maybe passion is a good word. Well, look. Let me take the first one first. You know, people ask me how I determined what my purpose life was. And the interesting thing is I didn't determine it, okay? I did, you know, as all of us go through things sometimes, you know, about three years ago I did my walkabout or my 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain, whatever you want to call it, where you do a lot of self-searching. And when I came down off the mountain, that's what I had in my heart. That's what I had in my soul. So that's why I knew it was a purpose thing because it wasn't something I made a conscious decision. I was told to do what I'm doing, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had to get really quiet and listen and lose all the distractions, and mm-hmm. you know. And then I accepted it, you know. So I just wanted to, you know, remind everybody that. If you'd like to give a comment or have a question, the number to dial is 917-932-1078. And be sure to select the number one button, and the producer will get you on the call. But to your second question, you know, that's something I want you to call back and maybe even later today. We're going to do a live coaching session where um, I'm going to help you try to determine how to determine which one is for you. But a lot of it has to do with what your passion is. What do you enjoy doing? Yes, yes. You know, yeah. So, yeah. You know, because you know, it, because it's going to be painful sometimes. Because sometimes you're not going to be making money, and sometimes you're going to be upset. So it has to be something you really enjoy doing. So, mm-hmm. but and, and the second thing is enjoy doing it and making money. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, making money. <laughs> yeah. So making money. So, but I tell you what, I want you to call back another time or send me a note. I want to get you on the show as a coaching client, and we're going to do a live coaching session with you so we can help you work through how to get to that. Sounds good. All right. Thank Thanks you for calling. Advice. Good, Mark. Thank you. Okay. But getting back to it, the entrepreneurship revisited. You know, this is the one thing I'm trying to, you know, what we're talking about is what are the things that you saw you know, a lot of times people are trying to say that this entrepreneurship thing is new, and I guess what I was trying to do in the last question is talk about the fact that it's not new. We've been doing this a long yeah. time, and a lot of times people feel we need a lot of education in things. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but it's really what, just a desire to get out there and do it? You know, but it, you know, for you, Mom, was it you just wanted to make your own money or well, you wanted to do it? We, we were, there were five children and my mother and father, and my father was ill, and we needed uh, the money. And I, I guess back in those days it didn't take as much money then as it does now, but everybody grew up just wanting to help their parents. And and that's not don't you don't you remember that Ed? We just wanted to help our parents, and uh, the best thing to do was, as I said before, doing something that you could do. Yeah, we had 4-H clubs, and they would teach you how to do different things. But generally, you went back to your parents to find out what they did and what they had instilled in you. And as I my aunt that baked the cakes you would watch them do whatever they did so that you could learn it and yeah. use it as a skill a payable mm-hmm. skill I think my mom is correct because I watch my brothers mm-hmm. and I have a little bit of each one of them in me yes. Um, yes. Uh, my one brother was the first black policeman in the White House this was back in 1951 but he loved people he had a great relationship with with young people in in particular. Yes, he and did. I sort of uh, enjoyed that. Uh, all my brothers did, but this one in particular, he had a great relationship with people and with politicians. Uh, so I sort of mimic much of what he did, uh, working with people and with kids, uh, young people in particular. Uh, which I think that you need to do in order to to commit yourself to serving. Yes. That's the other you know, part of the thing. It, it, well, that leads us right into one of the other topics I wanted to talk about tonight, okay. starting mm-hmm. them young, encouraging your children to be entrepreneurs. Yes. What did you do? I mean, how did you know? I don't even know uh, what you did. I I know certain uh, things that you did. You know, I know you had me start working when I was ten years old. I know <laughs> there, there wasn't no child labor laws, or something, you know. But uh, but what did what did you do? What, you, what did you uh, go ahead? I'll be glad to tell you. You used to travel with me everywhere I went. You would be in that car, even at the age of six. You know, when I had I had. A uh, uh, medical explorer post back in Milwaukee. You would be with me then. Everywhere I went, Mark would be right there. And with he me. was really not old enough. No, he really he wasn't old uh-huh. enough. But he would be there with his bug, with his big eyes, looking just <laughs> just just looking at what was happening. All right, all right now, no, no okay. information. TMI. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> but I was fortunate uh, as hospital administrator to bring you on board then as well. And that's when I think you begin to learn your technical skills uh, uh, working in the electronics department. Uh, And then you learn people. I think that's when you uh, begin to learn people. And uh, that's how I think you you got started. Well, now, remember when he was younger, uh, 
What was that junior achievement? Oh, yes, yes, you yes. started off the... doing that. Uh, Mark, you remember? I don't know if you do or not. I, I remember. I remember. When you first remember. came to Kalamazoo, uh, it was a thing called junior achievement. And yes. I remember something else. You were willing, but your father did not want you to throw papers, even though we, that's an honorable uh, method of of service and but earning money. it was money. a selfish reason. Yeah, he didn't. If, if you <laughs> threw papers, that meant I had to get up and throw papers. <laughs> <laughs> and I okay. Let's, let's do that. Uh, let's go. I got another caller that's uh, All right. wants to call okay. in. Uh, okay. Caller, four, area code 404-1951, last four digits here on Capitol Talk. Hey, Mark, this is Muhammad Zahir. How are you doing, brother? Hey, Muhammad, how you doing, my brother? How I'm are you? I'm doing very well. Congratulations on your inaugural show. It is absolutely wonderful. Your mother and father are a true blessing and inspiration and, oh, and, and great mentors to you and even mentors to us now. So they are clearly operating in, in purpose as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I wanted to chime in on was uh, the young lady's call about how do you know your purpose? Um, and what what I'd like to simply say very very quickly is that purpose is not a what. It's not what you do that that allows you to be in purpose. It's a why. Why are you doing it? Your your mother wow. kind of talked to it a little bit earlier when she said that there were people in her life who wanted to show the beautician route and washing hair and she, she that that didn't feel good. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't mean her why. <laughs> so that would have never worked out for her purpose because it didn't feel good and it didn't answer maybe one of her whys. You yeah. I mean you're you speak about, you know, yourself out there and, and working with entrepreneurs. Well, it's not the what there in terms of what yeah, you right. do because you can do your service anyway. I mean, you, you, you do it every time you open your mouth. You do it every time you yeah. walk into a room. Yeah, yeah. You do it every time you breathe. It's your why. Yes, yes. Well, well and you're absolutely correct, Mr. Muhammad. That's why we're going to have you back on here. We're going to have a show. We're going to have you just on why. We're going to have a show just on why. Thank you. Muhammad, I appreciate your support, my brother, and uh, I look forward to doing many great things in the future with you. I agree. Take, I agree. Thank you. I'm gonna take, Thank you. I'm gonna, I think at this point uh, I'm going to take one more caller, and then we're going to go to break for a second so we can pay the bills and everything. This caller is in area code 301, last four digits are 9366. Uh, hello, Mark. This is Arnold. How are you doing? I know, my man. Now, this is one of my real mentors as I got older. Arnold took me the rest of the way. Oh, and, my uh, God. Arnold's at a out of Washington, D.C., where I used to go visit Roland and Arnold all the time. Oh, my goodness. It's been a while. I've been I've been monitoring your cap builder uh, initiatives, and I couldn't uh, couldn't wait to call in to be a part of your initiation here, so. Are you taking a trip to the White House tomorrow? Well, um, I think the website that I uh, responded to was unfortunately too much like uh, healthcare.gov, so I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I did alert I did alert Peter, I think it was, that I wasn't able to uh, register just yet, so we'll, okay. we'll, we'll see. 
not tomorrow, perhaps another time. I'll make sure it happens another time. But, Arnold, thank you for calling in, sir. I, I really appreciate your support. Yes. Well, yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been listening uh, for a while, and uh, I'm really fascinated by uh, the discussion about the entrepreneurial mindset and who becomes an entrepreneur. And I guess my limited contribution to that is that, just like, I guess, in most other walks of life, there's a distribution associated with that. I think some people are just almost naturally born to it. The others are uh, induced by um, culture. And, and what I've inferred here is a strong family culture is a is a major uh, contributor to uh, that opportunity yeah. mindset. Yeah. And you, you, seem, you seem to come from that as a few others who called in. Um, yeah. In my particular instance, it was, uh, I think... I don't think I'm a typical entrepreneur. I'm out on the tails. And I think I saw a concrete ceiling uh, at about age 50 when I was 30, in the early 30s. So I decided that I had to uh, do my own thing. So. Yes. Right. And I'm glad you did because it helped me to do my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a natural affinity there, obviously. Uh, you, were, you had all of the, the talents, and many of them I wish I had, so. Sometimes uh, I was glad to contribute whatever I could, and uh, I'm glad to see you still out there uh, uh, persisting, and because that's what it takes, and uh, reinventing. That's what it takes occasionally as well. So, all right. Well, thank you, Mr. Arnold, and I appreciate okay. you calling in. All right. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to break right now. So you're listening to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network, and we're gonna come back and talk more about the entrepreneur mindset. Cake Cafe Atlanta, where desserts are created and you taste love. Looking to fill your sweet tooth? Do you have a special event or occasion you're planning? Give Cake Cafe Atlanta a call. Located at 368 Candler Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 7 p.m. You can get the best in pies, cakes, cobblers, coffee, brownies, specialty popcorn, and more. Visit their website at www.cakecafeatlanta.com or give them a call at 404-284-0106. That's 404-284-0106. Call Cake Cafe Atlanta today. Survival Radio Network. You can't live without it. F-O-C-U-S. Find opportunities, create unique success. Focus is an empower agency that provides motivational tools needed to aid our youth and young adults in the metro Atlanta area. Allow Focus to provide your kids with additional help in developing self-awareness, leadership, communication, and empowerment skills. For more information on how to get started today, go to www.focusfruits.com. Focus, life coaching for youth and young adults. Looking for unique and safe gifts for children and those with sensitive skin? Look no further than Azariah'sInnocence.com. 
Azariah's Innocence is a natural bath and body product line created by teenpreneur, philanthropist, and honor roll student Zandra Azariah Cunningham. All natural oils, butter, and herbs make up a beautiful assortment of artisan soaps, lotion bars, bath bomb fizzies, sugar scrubs, candy and cupcake soap, and much more. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Azariah's Innocence or contact us at one 585 68PURE1. Fun, fresh artisan beauty for girls from 6 to 106. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business today. Okay, we're back after that break. When we left, you know, we were talking about starting them. Yay. We were talking about starting them young, okay? And you mentioned some of the things that I did as a child, but what can you, if you're going to give advice to parents right now that are trying to get their kids to understand entrepreneurship and small business and things like that, what advice, what things can you tell them to do with their kids to try to get them to start their own businesses? How young is young? Um. Well, let's talk, uh, let's talk 13, 14, 15, and then even right now I'm dealing with a lot of college students that are graduating and not being able to find jobs. I'd like to get them in entrepreneurship, but I think you've got to start early, you know, 11 to 15. Okay. I would say developing relationships with people and being being able to communicate well with people and have a commitment to something. I would suggest, you know, you were involved in the Scouts, the Boy Scouts, or the Girl Scouts, because they have certain qualities about them that help you develop your skills and things. Oh, that's right. You see, I, I remember when you were going with me and on, on various scouting uh, outings, and how you learned an awful lot from those trips, and from so I would suggest those kinds of things for thirteen, fourteen year olds. And moving on up, I remember your brother was involved in explore scouting, and now he's well, you know what he's doing now. So, right. uh, but all those things I think helped each of you to grow and develop and to meet people and develop relationships. I think that's very important, very important that you do that. Uh, I, might also tell you, I might also tell you that one of your advertisers, Cake Cafe, is owned by your cousin. I just found okay. that out. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Going in the family. So we got, <laughs> yeah. So we got another caller coming in, uh, area code 269. Uh, last four digits, nine, four, nine, four, and I think I know who this one is. Go ahead, Miss Dana. Okay, well, is she there? Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Cap Builder Talk. Okay, well, then we may be having some technical difficulties, but I'll tell you this, and I think it's very important what you were saying about encouraging you know, the youth, what you're saying is really exposure, exposing them to yes. uh, other opportunities and people. 
okay. you know, and things like that. I think that's so important. One of the uh, one of the other questions, you know, that the thing is, I think is important is having the right mindset. You know, um, you know, you have to be in the right place. I, I think physically, mentally, and spiritually. You know, and I think that during the course of some of the businesses that you guys did, you know, the, we used to call you George Jefferson because you had the cleaners and the Hallmark car shop. Why, why did you do those things? Why, why did you start those businesses? I mean, uh, yeah, um, was it a spiritual thing, mental, you know, what state of mind were you in when you did those things? Well, I think I've always looked for opportunities. And I think, uh, and I've been out here uh, doing a lot of different things. Actually, we own about 11 different businesses uh, throughout our, our working careers. Um, all weren't successful, <laughs> as you probably know. But that's just but, it. You keep trying. But I kept trying. Keep trying. I kept trying. And, uh, uh, but I think, one, I wanted to be my own person. I okay. wanted that more mm-hmm. than anything yeah. else, yeah. to be my own person. Uh, and that's what I wanted each of you to be, your own person. Uh, I think that's what really kept me going into different things that I was doing. And uh, uh, some of them were uh, were quite creative, uh, yeah. I must say. Let let me put in right here. I think you have to uh, not only grow up as a child and as a young uh, teenager and then to be a young man or young woman, you have to to develop um, a kind of uh, relationship with other people, Mm -hmm. as you talked about, being known as an honest person, Mm -hmm. being respectful of others. And as a mother, I'm going to always say neat and orderly, but being consistent. And when you get the, uh, when people see that you're serious and you have some of those attributes, uh, they would not mind uh, buying from you or having you service them if, if, if that is your calling. I would. I remember one <laughs> one business we had in Milwaukee with. Uh, Ed, your father was uh, selling alarm systems, and he came home one day and said to me, I quit, because I think I'm trying to sell my friends something that is much too expensive for them, and I feel bad about it. you got to feel good about whatever it is you're doing. Don't you say that? Okay, you go That's on. That's right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring another caller in. Okay. Okay. Uh, Callers at seven seven zero last four digits seven five eight two. You're on hey, Cat Builder you? Talk. Hello. Hello. Hey, who are we speaking with? Hi, Mark. This is Mia. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. First, I would like to say congratulations on your radio show. Thank you very much. Thank it you. Good. Thank you. Well, like you, um, I was raised with an entrepreneur spirit. My mom is an entrepreneur, and I was also an entrepreneur as a child. But being a young adult, I have so many different ideas on different venues or things I can try. What's the first step in actually becoming an entrepreneur? Well, the the first step to me, you know, and we can do this in a coaching session, is to really find out what 
as Muhammad said earlier, the why. What is it you're the most passionate about? You know, a lot of a lot of times I sit down with people and they have a lot of ideas, but I try to find out from them if they could do something without making any money at all, what would it be? You know, so I, I start with those things. And then I try to, you know, back into now let's make some money. Okay, so we first we gotta find out what the passion is, then the next thing we gotta find out how can we monetize what it is. You know, and, and as my mom and dad were saying earlier, how can we lead an honest life and do something that can uphold our values and our beliefs so that we don't feel like we're taking advantage of people. Right. You know. Yeah, you know, and I think that's something that as we sit down and talk about it through future shows and stuff like that, I'm going to work with you to help you figure out what that passion is and how can we turn that passion into revenue. Okay. Okay. All right. But thank you for calling, and I appreciate you calling out to us. Um, no and I look I look forward to having you on future calls. Okay. Thank you. All right. I have one more caller. Uh, Caller area code four oh four. Last four digits are two one seven zero. Who am I speaking with? You're speaking with McKinley Washington. Ah, McKinley Washington. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? How we doing, sir? I'm doing good, uh, man. Doing good. Good. Hey, I see you still in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I can't talk too much because I just came from the dentist because my my mouth sore. But you uh, know, I, I definitely I definitely want to tell you, you know, I'm I'm in full support of uh, you know everything you're doing, and uh, definitely want to uh, give you a uh, thank you, man, because the uh, the uh, entrepreneurial workshop that uh, you had down at the um, Urban League def- definitely helped me out a lot to kind of get you know my my machine moving a little. Things are starting to pick up for me, so I'm I'm definitely great great grateful for that. I figured I'd give you a good recommendation in front of moms and pops so they at least know that you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's good. Thank you. We appreciate we'll, we'll it. We'll catch up with you, man, so we can uh, chop it up so I can find out what's going on with you. I, I, hey, I, like I said, I, I'm gonna definitely um, give you. I'll give you a call later on in the week, man. We'll, we'll put All it right. together and uh, definitely, I, you know, let me know where you are. We stop by and sit, sit down face to face. But like I said, I appreciate it. Good, good, good. Best wishes with the show, and like I said, I'm I'm, I'm looking to be a, a host myself in the next uh, upcoming months on there. So uh, let's make some room for me. What? Well, well, come join us. Come join the Survival Radio Network family, my brothers. I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Right. Like I said, you enjoy the rest of the night. And I'll definitely talk All to right. you. All right. Now um, we got uh, you know about 15 minutes left here, but one of the other topics I really wanted to go over was. I kind of entitled it, We're in This Together. And I kind of wanted to, a lot of people that come to me are, you know, married or have significant others. And I watched both of you work together. I didn't know you were selling alarm systems. <laughs> you know, we have to talk about this. But what is it? What do you have to have to do it together? You know, a lot of people these days are working separately. But what is your recommendation? I said recommendation from the old school. But what do you have to have? How do you work it out, even through the tough times? You know, we never knew when I was growing up how much money we had. All we knew was that not to eat the big piece of chicken. Okay. 
so you can never let us know what, how things were going financially. But how did you guys do it? I mean, you what, fifty three years now? Oh, uh, that's right, fifty three years. Fifty three years. Okay. I, without realizing, I I think we started off by not only being husband and wife, but friends and respectful for each other's ideas. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, it's sometimes uh, Ed would lead the way, and sometimes, uh, well, yes, your mom would lead. Ed the way. would lead the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> It, 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 you, you have to work together. I can remember sometimes when Ed was going to school as well as going to having a full-time job and uh, still having, remember the homemaker program you had going out yeah. to homes and and t- taking uh, EKGs? Yeah. That was back in the day. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and since he was going to school, and I loved uh, learning I would work his homework out. I, I shouldn't tell anybody yes. that today, but I would read his homework and be able yes. to share some of that with him while he was getting ready to go to school and then sleep a little while and then go back to work. It, it's just, it, it, it's always, a, what would you say? It's just it's teamwork. Working, teamwork. It's just simple teamwork. And then when you got into the home, remember Hallmark? You were older then, a lot older. When we had the Hallmark store, um, even though I was in nursing, I I found I had to quit my job and start working with the Hallmark store. So I would work during the day, and Ed would be at his regular job, and then when he would uh, get off in the afternoon or evening, we both worked at the at the shop and closed it out. So there was a lot of working together. And I guess, on Dad's standpoint, a lot of yes, dear. No, uh, no. He he, he was really the one in in, in charge. All right. I I have one more call I'm going to bring in before we wrap it up. Uh, All right. Area code 770-9297. Come join us. Hello, Mark. Um, I'm sounding a little bit hoarse right now because I'm sick, but this is Venus. How are you? Hey, Venus. I'm doing good. good. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> a little bit sick, but I just wanted to say, um, you know, hello, Mrs. M- Mr. and Mrs. Parham. Hello. You guys hello. put a blessing. Yeah. yeah, thank you. You guys really put a blessing into this world because <laughs> as entrepreneurs, there's a struggle, and Mark Man, he powers you up, and you know, you know, you're in the right space. And when you talk about um, you being in it, to, you're welcome. And no, thank you. <laughs> but when you talk about being in it together, too, you know what I mean. Um, I think sometimes parents are the biggest killers of dreams. So when your kids, you know, have um, aspirations and dreams, you know, yeah. I think they should support. And even if you don't think it's a good idea, but right. get educated with them and then support them anyway. Right. It's not a bad thing to fail. You know, but at least I think you're open right. up your mind to creativity. Yes, yes. That that now that is wisdom. <laughs> and then the other, the other thing I wanted to say really quickly, Mark, the lady who talked about her purpose, you know, and mm-hmm. and I agree with you. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes it's our passion because my passion is baking. My grandmother made wedding cakes, just like your mom was talking about. <laughs> but you know, I know that I'm in my purpose because things line up that way. I, you know, so I agree with you, Mark. Yeah. All right. Well, thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Thank you very much, Ms. Venus, and we'll catch up All after right. the holidays. 
All right. I got one more call I'm going to bring in. Uh, area code 404, last four digits, 2934. Area code uh, 404, last four digits, 2934. Welcome to Capital yeah. to Talk. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can, man. <laughs> man, this is D. Walters with everyone. Mr. and Mrs. Parham, it has been an amazing hour listening to the story of your son. Thank you. I met him, Thank you. I met him Thank some 20 years ago as he was developing Partech, and it was I can now clearly see where he was inspired to build his company and to train his employees and to treat his employees and the vendors yes. in the way yes. that he did. And um, listening to your story is very similar to my parents' story. Uh-huh. Uh, they were they were married 54 years before 53 years before mom passed away about 18 months ago. Yeah, and yeah. The, the struggles and the challenges and the experiences are very similar. You know, you, you said something very critical during your conversation, Mrs. Farham, when uh, your husband was speaking, and you said these words, but he tried. And so many times yeah. as entrepreneurs, you know, we go out into the marketplace trying to, you know, make a difference. And if we have the support, then we can make a difference. But if we don't, yeah. sometimes that, that, that whole idea gets it's you know it, it dissolves right there the starting line. So yeah. it's just been an amazing experience. I um you know uh, have, have just been honored to be uh, a friend and colleague of Mark, and now I know where he gets it all from. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Eric was a, he was a person at the beginning of the show that uh, Eric's the one that did my lead in my voiceover stuff. I call him oh, the voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he's also going to be doing something uh, as a contributor to the show in the future. He's going to be calling doing what we call Cat Builder Spotlight, three-minute interviews with different businesses that we're going to play on the show and on the website. But, Eric, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship for the last 20 years. Uh, you've been there. Great. Yeah, a long time, back in the Partech days, back in 1989. Uh-huh. That's right. But, uh, every time I look around, the smoke clears, and Eric's still standing. So, uh, <laughs> it's all good. But, E man, um, thanks for calling in. I was going to put you on at the end anyway, so it all works out the way it does. But uh, just thank you, and I just appreciate your support. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Parham, you Dad, you, you, you're not going to send me invoice, right? Or you, you, what's up with the invoice? We've enjoyed speaking with you, Mark, and, and every time we, we talk, and I know that your father is, I don't know if you call it guilt, but whenever we mention one child, we want to mention all the other three because they, too, were entrepreneurs, Early in life, uh, yes, and uh, I hope that we encouraged all of you. And when I sit back and look, I think we did it, don't I you? Think we did. Yeah, I think you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I think you did. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to tell me some stuff I didn't know and some stuff I did know. <laughs> and we talk about, you know, all three of us, you know, Allison has her own business and Dana yeah. running all yeah. kind of businesses up there. We tried to get her on the phone there, but uh, I guess she was a little it too shy. Work. Yeah, yeah okay. she was a little too shy. So uh, thank you, and uh, maybe I can and have you back on Michael. another time. And yeah, Michael. Thank you. And Amen. Uh, uh-huh. hey, all right. Thank you for inviting us. Okay. Right. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. 
Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Right. So that was uh, my first segment of Cat Builders Talk. I'm going to do a wrap-up here. Uh, next week, guests, uh, one of the things we have to do now is develop a plan of action. And, yes, you do need a plan, a business plan, a strategic plan, an action plan. Next week, guests, is Sharon Glover from the Business Practitioner. We're going to talk about how do you develop a plan. It's not a possible task. We're going to talk about it, and we have some tools and things like that for you to use to do it. I've posted a few articles on the Cap Builder Network site uh, recently. Contractor employee, how do you tell the difference? How do you determine if you need an angel investor? A lot of people are looking for money right now. What is an angel investor? And something for taxes, the new rates, mileage rates for 2014. I also have a special offer on the site just till the end of the month. Um, I have a video training series out there on how to develop your idea and write your plan. Uh, it even comes with a free copy of my ebook. Yes, I can develop my idea and start a business. The regular price for it was 150 For the rest of this month, if you sign up, join the Capital Network, you can see it on all the sites that I have, up to $75. You can take these five videos. Well, I guarantee, I promise you, will help you get that idea out of your head and on the paper. But I just want to say I've enjoyed being with you tonight on the Survival Radio Network. This is Cap Builder Talk, real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business. Please click on being a guest on my show or submitting a question or joining us in conversation because it's really going to take all of us working together to kind of get things moving in the right direction. The way the government sees it right now, it's going to take small business to turn the economy around. And I guarantee and I promise you that I am here to help you do that. So whether or not I coach you on the show or whether or not you register for coaching through one of my sites, if you want to find out more about me, you can go to MARCEPARHAM.com to see about my personal branding site. But I want you to go to the Cap Builder Network and join CapBuilderNetwork.com. So you've been listening to Mark Parham on the Cat Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network. I appreciate all your support, and I look forward to talking with you in the next session on Monday at 8.30. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cat Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We are here every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoyed the show.